Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Genuine Chit Chat. This week is part two of my chat with Steve. Now, if you tuned in last week, you'd know that Steve is a friend of mine who's a homosexual man. And um, in last week, he spoke about how it was to grow up gay, um, sort of bullying, the acceptance, um, you know, that sort of thing, including, you know, what the family sort of, how they reacted to it and generally talking about sexism, racism and that sort of thing. Now, this week is a continuation of that chat, um, so we do continue, obviously, on the same sort of themes. Um, I asked Steve at the start of the podcast if he thought that people were born gay, um, his sort of, or if it was like a, if it could be a societal thing, or his sort of views on that, so that was quite an interesting part of it. And we got off on a little tangent about names. Um, he randomly asked me if I'd change my name if I could, um, and obviously I reciprocated the question to him. Um, we then talk about Polari, which is actually a language that homosexual homosexuals used to use when homosexuality was a legal i mean it was a sort of theatrical rhyming slang in, in a sense that's kind of where it derived from but he goes into detail about that because i had no idea that there was essentially a gay language so that's that's incredibly interesting um and then we just kind of sort of go into the progress in the 30 years talk about religion a little bit and yeah we just kind of keep it on that sort of same sort of topic of sort of homosexuality and the lgbtq plus community from the perspective of a man who's homosexual and grew up in the 80s um so obviously if you haven't listened to the last episode i'd really recommend that it's a great chat and these two fit together really nicely but if you're first time tuning in you should you should judge by my intro i mean i'd say you should be able to have a general grasp of what it is and it's a really easy to access conversation um just before we get started i've got a promo for the comedy cast um and then we'll get straight into it so, as always, guys, you can like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can email genuinechitchatoutlook.com. Uh, you can rate us on iTunes. All those sorts of things really make a difference to me. So, thank you very much for anyone who's been doing that. I have seen a few reviews on iTunes. Um, obviously, you don't have to write a whole review. You can just star rate it if you desire. If you don't want to, that's perfectly fine too. Anyway, um, I'm done with the intro, so um, I'll be back at the end to see what's coming up. Hello, I'm Spud Murphy, and along with one of Ireland's darkest comedians, Seamus Kelly, I host The Comedy Cast, a weekly podcast where we speak to some of the best up-and-coming stand-up comedians from all over the world. We also have some of the best new bands on too, with some of their music, of course, and we take the piss out of what's been going on around the world of late. We've just recently started a Legends of Comedy section too, so there's something there for all you stand-up comedy fans. Get us in all the usual podcast places or go to thecomedycast.com where you can also listen and you can catch up with old episodes too and you can even watch my stand-up comedy documentary, Funny How. So that's it then, I'm Spud Murphy and make sure and check out The Comedy Cast. Welcome to Genuine Chit Chat, where we have honest conversations with interesting people. And I'm your host, Mike Burton. And it's, um, there's that idea of, um, I'd like to get your opinion on this as well, um, you know, with um, being gay. Would you, uh, this is, uh, I'm going to ask the question, but it's, it's not meant to be in any offensive way or anything. Oh, that's like, fine, um, do you think people are born gay, or do you think it's a um, it can be something that is a societal um, things? As I I know of an individual who um, is a lesbian, and she was um, I think I knew from school or something. She told me that she was um, she was a lesbian, and she was sexually abused from a young age, like yeah. pretty pretty young. That she remembers it by a male, and she mm. said that repulsed her so much from that. She thinks that's one of the reasons she may be straight. Yeah. I, I don't know. 
I, I'm not I'm willing to say that I know anything about uh, sexuality and psychological senses or anything. I know that there's the sort of oral, anal, and phallic stages that Sigmund Freud talks about, but that's basically as far as it goes. So, yeah. out of interest of, of your opinion, would, would do you would, do you think it is? So, I I think everyone is born with the potential to have a sexuality. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um. You know. Um. Be that uh, gay, straight, whatever, mm-hmm. bisexual, and I think um everyone is probably born bisexual almost like a blank sheet the same as they are with it you know no one's born a racist or yeah. you know or left-leaning or right-leaning yeah, or yeah, any yeah. music or exactly. anything like that yeah. yeah you know um so i think that yeah you are there, there are i think you could be born gay i think it's i think with women and obviously i cannot speak for Oh, I don't um, mean the, the to say you're the gay tall. ambassador either. No, no, no. no. But, I, but, <laughs> but what I mean is, I can't. I can't speak for for women. But mm. um, my experience over the years of having been friends with quite a lot, lot of um, you know, gay, straight women, men, mm. um, is that it seems to be a bit more accept- acceptable or accepting and easier for a woman to get into a relationship with another woman than it would be for a man to suddenly get into, into yeah, a relationship with I, I, I would be inclined to agree with you in that. Yeah, sense. and I think part of that is, is because of the connotations of like being manly and, you know, well, you're not very manly if you like if you like the dick, are you? Yeah. You know, and things like that. Whereas with women, it's kind of like... I think it all comes down pretty much to the, the perception of heterosexual men, unfortunately. Yeah. You know, because it's, it's all right, it's acceptable. Yeah. Heterosexual men like the idea of a couple of women going at it and they can yeah. understand why a woman might be attracted to another woman. Yeah, yeah. Whereas they can't understand why the hell a man would be attracted to a, to a penis yeah. and to another man, you know. And, 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 and that's okay. You know, I, I, get, I get why you would... Try, and I, I, I don't... I struggle to understand what anyone finds attractive about... Uh, a vagina, <laughs> um, you know, um, and I think I've made that quite clear over the years as well. That, <laughs> you have afforded it, me. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not for me. Um, but I do think, you know, I think that I was born gay. Mm. I think that some people are possibly born more gay than others. Yeah, okay. as if, You know, so, so maybe there are things that can... So, so uh, I won't give you the whole full story, but basically... Um, when my mum fell pregnant with me, she needed um, a bit of extra help to ca- to be able to carry me to full term. So okay. they they put a stitch there somewhere. Hmm. Again, women's bits, so I'm not too to, and it's my mum's women's bits as well. So I'm really not too clued up on it. Um, but they also injected over female hormones, and right. at the time, I mean, go, this is like 1980. Hmm. Um, you know, and they said that if you have a boy, it can make him gay. Okay. You know, yeah. so my mum's always kind of been like, oh, well, it's my fault you're gay. And so there's no fault involved. It's mm. just, you know, I'm perfectly happy. Um, but I do, but I think, I think there's a difference between how you act as well. I think, so I think, so my personal opinion, and this is, this gets people so riled up, which is why I say, say it's my personal opinion, is that you're born with your sexuality. There is a bit of fluidity within it for mm-hmm. some people. For me, I wouldn't say that there is really. Um, but for other people, there are. You yeah. know, most people are on some sort of sexuality spectrum. That's mm-hmm. what they, they very often talk about. Yeah. Um, and I think your the way you express your sexuality or your gender is maybe influenced by society and how you grew up. So I'm aware that I'm not the butchest person in the world. I wouldn't I wouldn't say I'm the campus person, but I'm not the butchest person either. And I think that's down because I've got I've got three sisters. I haven't got any brothers. Yeah. Um, my dad 
was wasn't around a huge amount because he was working a lot. Yeah, you know, yeah. so so it's very predominantly female female orientated. Mm-hmm. That's not to say that's why why I'm attracted to men or anything like that. But it's but my a lot of my characteristics. Yeah, are kind of almost learnt. And that's where you learn things, you know, that's yeah. where you learn is your surroundings when you're 100%. growing up. Yeah, yeah, it's, you know? it, it could be that argument of, you know, if, <clears throat> like, I don't think you're a very flamboyant gay, but let's say for... Come see me at the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but let's say, um, for argument's sake, you use uh, one of those stereotypical things is quite uh, wristy with the, the flamboyance. That can be a, they're quite, you know... I don't know how to call it even. Wristy? Well, not wristy. What I don't, the hell are you on about? When you use, like, kind of... It's, what, limp wrist, do you mean? That sort of thing. Right. Where it, it's that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's the stereotype of... Uh, people like you fractured your wrist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't know how to describe it, um, but that L- sort of idea... Limp wrist is what they call it. Right? Limp wrist, limp there you wrist, go. Yeah. I was so unaware. <laughs> I didn't even know it had a name for it, but, yeah, the whole limp wrist thing or being quite... Um, quite expressive with your hands that can yeah. be that can be associated with flamboyancy and homosexuality and potentially mm. with certain individuals there's certain people who are camp but aren't gay you yeah. know that that is yeah, often yeah. a thing and obviously from that point it could be what you said it is about environment you know i mean yeah. me i can be an argumentative dickhead a lot of the time now part of that no. is part of <laughs> <laughs> part of that can be because potentially genetically i've got it from my dad or my mum but also that as well as my dad and mum argued a fair amount and also neither like to admit they were wrong very often, especially yeah. not my dad. I don't think ever. <laughs> if yeah. anyone's unaware, there's a podcast I did with my brother Rob about my dad released a couple of weeks ago. But um, we took kind of detail about that, but he would never admit he's wrong, ever. Yeah. And I would pick that up from him and it took me years and it's still taking me years to not be such a massive dickhead about it. So it is, it is one of those things that I wonder. <laughs> slowly, <laughs> slowly. Maybe by the time I'm 80, I'll be all right. Maybe I'll be a half decent <laughs> human being. Um, right, so... I've kind of I got through the sort of the the first parts that I want to discuss with you. I've got a few other sort of things I wanted to ask you about. So I've um, just thought of something that might be quite interesting, actually. Go on then, I'd love to hear it. Yeah, yeah. So, and I think I've spoken to you about this before, but um, so back in the days when it was illegal, there was a secret gay language. Really? Yeah, called Polari. I've never. I don't think you've told me that. Oh, I've not. Really? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there was a whole. Oh, secret wow. Gay, yeah, the whole, you know, so that you could um, have a conversation. So if you were sat next to someone on the park bench and you thought, oh, I. It, there's a gay man. You yeah. could you could kind of say say um, oh I don't know I can't think, think of an example but it's um, some of it is kind of based on a little bit kind of slang backwards slang things like that. Yeah. Some of it's quite a lot. It's where kind of the term cottage 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 and cottaging comes from. Okay. Is is from that you know because oh. you go down you know, Varda Varda which is look uh, bone of the eek on the the Bonnie something or other I can't think and it's basically look at the look at the really uh, pretty face yeah on the on the thing but there's I mean there's and there was a whole um, radio show done on it back in the 1960s 70s 80s I don't know wow but with Kenneth Williams in it okay um, where he talked a huge amount of Polari yeah it's, it's, if you're writing that down it's about P-O-L-A-R-I um, oh, wonderful. And you just search. You can you can find like Polari dictionaries. Well, kind kind of it's essentially just people were that compiled stuff. But there's loads of it. Yeah, that's um, really interesting. I've never heard about that before. Yeah, obviously, yeah. I'm a straight white male in 2018. So yeah, yeah. Why would I? Have? That is crazy. But it's 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 good that that like they had that sort of thing of of it. But it's upsetting that essentially with cottage, cottaging, one of the things that it kind of almost one of the reasons cottaging became so associated, especially with. Um, gay men was because you you had to hide it. Yeah. So y- it was it was either that or nothing. Yeah, yeah. And it's 
it's, it's upsetting that that was even the case. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't know about the language. Polar, I'm definitely going to look that up. That sounds quite interesting, actually. Yeah, yeah. And you can look, there's, you can find, um, I think it's on YouTube, you can find clips of like the show and there's there's an actual video and there's a film of of, the, of an example of like people having a conversation in, all in Polari. Oh, wow. Because um, I've kind of, I've shown that like, over the years when I've done educational stuff and I worked for Breakout. Yeah. I kind of, I, kind of, we did some of the work around Polari as well. And it's it's really interesting. I think it, for me, it's really important that you're kind of aware of your, your own back culture. Yeah. Yeah. You know, definitely. and there's, and, and that, that's all of my personal kind of back culture as it yeah. were. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, um, it's, it's to a degree part of your identity of almost what you've, gone through in that sense as well yeah it definitely obviously links with that and actually and you know and some of the some of the people that i i want to say grow up grew up with because i feel like you kind of develop when you go out on the gay scene as well so so a lot of the people that i kind of grew up around yeah on the gay scene um would still be using it you know they're okay. kind of older men and there's sort of, you know sort of thing or boner gal yeah, you know, and and th- and things like that, and it's just little words here and there, and that's because they actually had to use it. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. Yeah, I wonder how much um, I wonder how much slang from like standard English slang now. I wonder how much of that has come from uh, because like, I yeah. imagine there's probably quite a few things. I mean, obviously, cottaging being one of them, which yeah, even though that is generally a term associated with homosexuality, it's still one of those things of like. The fact that it's a language has kind of blown my mind. Yeah, yeah. Almost what she told me before the podcast. So that's so that's so cool that they actually we they it makes it sound so although that the the community community managed to do that and figure that out and things yeah. and how it spread. That's was that um, primarily an English thing or do you know if it was? A... I think I think it was in an English thing. Okay, I don't, I don't think it was really outside of the UK. Yeah, without the internet, what, I don't know how it spread. That's yeah, the... what 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 the um what the other countries did they might have had their own thing but that's you know that's specifically English history I know, I know that, that was that's really interesting I'll have to look that up yeah I'll definitely probably link to something of that because that's really interesting yeah yeah well, well that links quite nicely with um, with what sort of the work you've been doing uh, recently so obviously we we discussed earlier about um, you going to break out and things and mm. then um, I'm not sure if we touched about basically you started you went back to break out and you started uh, helping youths when you were old enough to essentially. Yeah, that, yeah. So did you want to talk about that in um, sort of what? Uh, obviously, I imagine the reason that you did that was because it helped you so much. You kind of wanted to do that, and then yeah. you found that from there, where have you kind of gone with your life? Because I know, I think since I've known you, you've always been a sort, excuse me, a sort of uh, therapist or counselor that yeah, sort of yeah. thing. So, so kind of the help that I got from from breakout from the the youth workers and things inspired me to go into youth work, and actually, um, is what that's what then led to me getting back in touch with Kay hmm. again, you know, because we'd lost touch over the years because yeah. my first ever youth work job was in, was whilst I was at Breakout, but it wasn't at Breakout. Um, it was at the City Reach Project, which works in like St. Mary's and Holyrood Estates, which are really poor estates. Um, and that's where uh, kind of Kay and I were kind of like, oh, I know you're from somewhere, where do I know you're from? Yeah. Um, but, um, so yeah, so so I kind of did that and that, and, and that was... In leading up to me leaving Breakout, because mm. I, you know you have to at twenty five, and to get me enough experience to then go on and work at Breakout, which is what I did, yeah, um, which was really good, and it was really, um, it, I found it really not satisfying. I can't think what the word is, but it it really kind of fed me. It's kind of like a counselling term, but it kind of fed the the my the enemy, yeah, of stuff that I needed really in the sense of you know I was working with thirteen fourteen year olds who. Um, some of who had been completely disowned by their family, some of who had been uh, abused, 
and that's not relating to being gay you know it was just kind of that, that was just by coincidence hmm. um you know so I, I heard some really um sad and really tough stories you know there was someone whose mum what uh, uh probably shouldn't say too much but basically someone whose mum would go around cleaning with bleach after they touched any of the surfaces when they after oh, they came out because there was a misunderstanding that actually if you were gay, that automatically meant that you had had AIDS. Right, I see. Okay. You know, lack so, of education. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that and and that was, you know, where we came in, we kind of offered a bit of education for her, and I think he's gone on and he's okay now. Mm. Um, you know, but we go into schools and colleges and deliver kind of um, LGBT awareness stuff. Yeah, because when I was in secondary school, I think people from Breakout, yeah, came came into the class. And it was quite because we I was at quite a rough school as well, and it was the time where yeah, it was people saying gay as the homophobic as the slur, just calling everything yeah, yeah. gay, and then they were basically, I think they were probably the first people I heard because I think they came in around in eight or nine ish uh, when they spoke to my class, um, and they said, you know, it's uh, you calling this thing gay or that thing gay. I mean, to you, it just seems like a random word. But if yeah. someone is gay, it makes it seem like that's a negative thing. Yeah. And you calling everything that's negative gay puts a negative association with it. Yeah. And I'd never really thought about that because I was just saying a word that it didn't, in my mind, saying, oh, that's gay compared to someone being gay were two completely different things. Yeah, and, yeah. But even though they were different to me and I know that I wasn't, say, homophobic, it's it's like if everyone's doing it, it becomes this sort of mass thing of like, yeah, 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 it does become this negative connotation. And there are certain people who would either would be upset from people calling everything negative gay, which is obviously understandable. Yeah, it's yeah. like if you use an example of like, I imagine most people, if you started your friend group or people around you started calling everything negative by your name. Yeah, yeah. Just like, if they're like, oh, don't be such a fucking mic about it. Yeah. You know, that sort of stuff. People, my mates have actually said that sort of thing to me before. And that kind of, yeah. that does make you feel a little bit upset. So something as... That's a really good example, actually. Yeah, so it's just like, you wouldn't want someone associating your name with everything negative. So why would it be something which, just like your name, your sexuality, isn't your choice? Yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it, it's one of those things. It's a weird thing with names, actually, that you don't get to choose them and it's the main thing yeah. everyone identifies you But by. then you kind of can choose them because you can change it by depot if you want. Yeah, yeah, but I suppose you can. You are kind of stuck with a name for the first part of your life, at least. Yeah, yeah, definitely for at least a long while. Yeah. But, um, what would you change your name to? Um, I don't really if, know. If you had to change, if you had to change it. If I if I absolutely had to. The the thing is, I've, I've had this... Uh, this kind of idea before because well not this idea specifically but obviously the thought I overthink everything obviously and um, thinking about having kids has made me think about what names I do and do not like you know yeah um, I think I'd be alright with Noah I, I'd probably quite like to have a son called Noah because my dad's dad was called Noah oh, I, yeah. I never met uh, Grampy um, he died when mum was pregnant with me um, but also there's the religious connotation even though I'm not religious and I quite like that little tongue in cheek thing yeah so yeah so probably Noah from that stance but really the problem is, is that I, I remember names really well, which makes it awful because I know a lot of assholes, especially going to such a chavvy school. Yeah, yeah. So I just remember everyone who's ever been a dick to me, which is most people because I was quite unbearable. So what happens is, I <laughs> oh, just don't be so hard on yourself. <laughs> In small doses. <laughs> but like, um, I just with male names, I. It's so bad because almost any male name I can think of, I can associate either with a character in a movie I've seen because I'm such a movie buff, mm. or I associate it with someone I know who's a pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah. Whereas with women's names, there's loads of women's names that I absolutely love because I, obviously, generally growing up, I was friends with more men than women. That's, yeah, yeah. You know, so I didn't know as many um, sort of women names and didn't know as many women who are awful. So I, I guess Noah on that basis, but excluding that, I really don't know. I mean, I think. 
I think it was any name if I had to choose it, I wouldn't be happy with. But any name I'd be given, I'm fine with. Like, yeah, if yeah. I could choose to not be called Mike, I would be choose to be called something else. Yeah. Because there are so many people called Mike and Michael, it's mm. ridiculous. And especially the last name Burton. Like, I'm in a Facebook group called Mike Burton Forever, okay? <laughs> I, I got I got invited into it. There's six, 26 of us, okay? In that, <laughs> actually, I think it's 28 now. Of just the, whoever started it basically just found people on Facebook called Mike Burton. Yeah, yeah. Now, I'm actually called Michael Burton, obviously. I just changed my Facebook name to Mike Burton because mm. I like people call me Mike. But the amount of Michaels out there, like at my work, where I work in insurance, there's another Michael working in my office. There's only 30 of us. And every insurance company I call, because I work at a broker's, mm. every insurance company I call, there's someone there called Mike. And so for that basis, I'm just like, I almost don't want to be called it because it's so common that it's, you know, it's, I think all my friends' names are Steve, obviously, and my dad, my yeah, uncle. Yeah. I know hundreds of Steves, just like Rob and Chris. And, all, a lot of people around me and I would almost like to create a new name yeah, but then yeah. that owes a whole other slew of things you, know, you have someone who has a name that's slightly off the standard and people just lose their minds and can't spell it yeah, which becomes yeah. a thing so I don't know what about, what about yourself have you I'd, I'd want something really exotic I think if I, if I had to change it I'm not entirely sure what though. a Diego or something no, 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 no. That just sounds like a sauce. Um, like uh, something even more exotic. I don't know. Horatio, um, Ralph Lauren. I don't know. Ralph Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I kind of, as I asked the question, I was like, "Oh God, he's going to ask me in a minute," and I don't know. I only I asked you back because I thought you'd have the answer because you. I thought you'd have asked. You'd have thought I know what I would do, so I'm going to ask Mike before I give my answer. But yeah, it, name is such a weird thing, though, isn't it? Because mm. it is. It is just a random noise that us humans have decided to make to identify yeah. each other. And a squiggle, like a random scribble, scribble on a bit of paper. Yeah, yeah. Those two things is your identity. And it's like, I am Mike Burton. But there's yeah, hundreds yeah. of other Mike Burtons. Yeah, but you are Mike Burton. It's like, yeah. unless I change my name, that's what... There's, at least, there's at least three uh, three Steve Maybens in Southampton. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because like, one was done for doing something. I read it in the paper. One was a, a police officer. And one emoted my car. Really? Yeah. Wow. Which confused the fuck out of both of us. I can imagine. Well, um, you go Because I, I kind of went to p- pick my car up and the bloke on the thing was like, hang on a minute, hang on, hang on. Because obviously it said Steve Maidman and Steve Maidman had yeah. emoted it. And he's like, I'm not sure about this. And he's like, Steve? And he's like, right, okay. He said, sorry, I was just really confused because Steve Maidman's emoted your car. And I was like, all oh, right. Okay. <laughs> you know, I was like, okay, great. Just give me the car. Let's go, um, you know. But so it was just kind of. So I'm aware that the short story, the short version of that is, I'm aware that there are. It's quite more, a more common name than people would think. Steve Maidman. Yeah, well, it's like with um, with me. I don't. Whoever was at the uh, Chamberlain who decided to do this is an idiot. They basically they put me in a tutor. Okay, with someone else called Michael Burnett. <laughs> right, out of everyone in the whole year, okay, why would you put Michael Burnett and Michael Burton in the same class? I remember going to a parents' evening once, and the teacher, as soon as he started reading it, I was so certain he got it mixed up, and I was correct. And he was like, Michael, he's not doing that great. He's, he's achieving the grades, but he seems to not be attending class very much. And I was like, wait, what? And I was like, you sure you've got the right Michael? And he's like, yes, yes. And he read the whole thing, out, and they're like, okay, what was his grades? And it was like C's, D's, and E's. And they were like, what? And they're like, are you sure? And the guy was like, yes, Michael Burnett. I was like, it's Burton. So, oh, so you're <laughs> my tutor. You should know this. But like, that just to add that level of confusion to people for no reason, it's just yeah. like, why put me in the same tutor as Michael Burnett? Why? Uh, yeah. Uh, I, w- I went to school with, um, there were 11 other Steves in my year. Oh my God. <laughs> that was confusing. So we went through phases where we were known by our surnames. I was named by my middle name, which is Frank. 
Okay. Um, and for some time, we were all known by our mum's name. So I was known as Pam. <laughs> which is quite quite random. <laughs> That's amazing. Right, Pam, all right, Lorraine, how are you doing? Oh, wow. You know, it's like, um, I mean, everyone was known by their mum's name at one point. Because um, Lor- L- Lorraine wasn't, it wasn't a Steve, who was, I can't remember what his real name was, but yeah. I, I just know that we used to sing, I can see clearly now, Lorraine, that's going to hate it. That's good. That's, yeah, a, that's yeah. a nice little rhyme. Yeah, yeah. I do like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if we... Um, Sorry, gone off on a bit of a tangent. That's the point. That's what I like about these conversations, is it's not meant to be linear and just... If it was exclusively things that I can think of while, before even recording, then most mm. of the conversation would be quite boring. It's... I'm only half of it, even though I'm hosting, but it's like, yeah, yeah. you know. So one of the things um, I was going to ask about was, um, it was more with your with your work with Breakout and things like that. Yeah, I know it's, it's baking in here. I might have to take another break in a yeah. minute. Um, but um, if, actually, if you want to take another break, now be the good time, and then we can do the final third of the podcast afterwards, if you'd like. If you want, uh, yeah, if you want. Yeah. How, how long have we been this time? Uh, this is now in total about one hour twenty. So if we... I it's been that long. So, so if, since the last one, we've done 35 minutes. Um, okay. So we can have another break, do about another half hour or so, if you're game with that. Yeah. Yeah. If, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just because I'm also sweltering here now That's as well. Cool. So. It's got really hot really quickly. It's yeah. because we're talking so much. That's exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So put a pause in this and come back to it momentarily. Okay. Going to go in again for part three, even though it will be released as two parts, but still. Sponsored by Liddles. Sponsored by Liddles. Asda. <laughs> Why pay more? Tesco. Every little helps. <laughs> it's not just M&S food. Oh, it's not just food, it's M&S food. I've ruined it now. I've ruined yeah. all the fake ads. Oh, well. Um, so, back on uh, this. So, I think the um, the the last, what we were talking about before, um, we've kind of gone gone uh, loads of different tangents, which always makes podcasting great. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you, obviously, you now work in sort of counselling uh, and that sort of thing. We've kind of got into a little bit how you went, essentially went through breakout and then that kind of pushed you in that sort of general direction. So, yeah. I was going to ask about... Um, your your general opinion at the moment of let, let's go for the the politically correct left like obviously I'm quite left leaning as well I assume mm-hmm. you are yeah. and just what like obviously I'm gonna use the word now but just to clarify even though I absolutely despise saying it but the word faggot I even yeah. saying it even in this context it's it's not quite it's almost as bad now for me personally as the n word because it's just such yeah. a loaded term I have said the word in the past when I've been younger in school and not really understood the sort of ramifications of it talking about the f word not the yeah. n word but um it's with that obviously I'm very happy that that is not if you said that loudly in public there'd be at least one person to tell you to shut up sort yeah. of thing it's it's good that that's yeah, now yeah. become the norm but there's and there's that line of of Political correctness gone too far. Now, obviously, not saying the F word is good. I don't want people saying that. But when you get, like, um, with sort of gender, for example, when Mm. you've got... I believe there are four general genders. It's male, female, both or neither. That's kind of how I look at it. Both or neither? Well, yeah. It's it's kind of... You can either think that you're you're male, you're female, you're both, or you're neither. I think within that... saying it slower doesn't explain it anymore. I know. I know. What I'm saying is, like, my general idea of it is you kind of fit into one of those categories. Right, I wondered okay. what your opinion of that was and okay. what sort of... Um... Um, so I think it's a, it's a very... Per- like sexuality, I think gender is a very personal thing. Yeah. Um, and I think it's something that a lot of people struggle to get their heads around. And obviously as someone who identifies as a cis white male, so yeah. cis is the opposite of trans. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, I'm I'm kind of cautious about talking about it because I'm I'm aware that I'm not talking from from an experience base. I can well, I can only talk about uh, from the experience that I've had of the people that I've met because obviously within within the community there's a lot of people who identify as something other than cis yeah, gendered. Yeah. So, 
Um, and it's it, my experience has been that it's a very personal thing. And the reason why um, people get so emotive or, you know, so angry about it very often is, is because it is, um, it's got such a, a personal connotation to it yeah you know? yeah um you know and that and that may come that may come partly from um the perceived gender roles of the past you know where like males go out to do the manly things yeah and women, women in the, the kitchen things yeah yeah all that sort of stuff mm. um you know so but then you kind of uh, you verge into the realms of gender expression which is obviously different to gender identity mm. um but in so i so i went to a conference a few years ago when i worked for breakout mm. um and there was a specific session within that that I went to because I was really interested in it, which mm. was on gender and transgenderism and all, and all that sort of stuff. And what they what they said at the time, and it, you know, and it was it was uh, Stonewall, which is like the big LGBT charity, mm-hmm. um, and they kind of said, you know, actually there are so many terms under the trans umbrella, yeah, because it's such a personal thing, and what fi- what feels like it fits for. Uh, loads of people mm-hmm. might not feel like it fits for that one particular person yeah so you know it might be that, that at some point in time other people have said well actually this is what i identify as mm-hmm. and that fit, that fits better and then a few other people are like yeah well yeah that fits me better as well actually so then you've got another term mm-hmm. you know um it, it can be so easy to offend someone if you get at the the way that they want to be referred to wrong yeah um, you know, which is is, and I pre- I appreciate that with people who are outside the community, it can be a real struggle to get to get your head around it and mm-hmm. to understand it. And I think the the main thing is really is that you just go with whatever people say they want to be identified as. Yeah, yeah, I feel I feel like that. Yeah, I just go with with someone. If I if say you identify as a woman, you know, obviously by the way you look right now, obviously you look like a male. So yeah. if I called you. If I referred to you as a he, and then you went, oh, I'm, I'm actually a she. I go, oh, sorry, and I would then yeah. refer to that. Would be that'd be easy for me to do. But obviously, some people do get offended just by even that first step of being mis uh, misaligned. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, and then, and then you've got the kind of the the non-binary as well, which is when they might uh, prefer to be referred to as they and them. Yeah, and Z um, and Z and stuff. Z, Z, yeah, yeah, and all all those. Um, but see, but even within that though, some people would prefer to be referred to as they or yeah. them over Z or Z. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it, and, and this is where it's a bit of a minefield really. Mm. Um, and even with forms, you know, it's, it's, uh, I've done, produced forms that have needed for in over the years and it's just got to the point where rather than putting, it used to just be male, female, other. Mm-hmm. Well, no, it used to be male, female, and then it was male, female, other. Um, I just leave, leave a box, put gender, yeah, and and just put a box there. You know, so, you know if people want to, if people want to complete it, they complete it. If they don't, they don't. If it's not something they feel like they can complete, then they don't yeah. need to. Um, but but generally speaking, it's it's an absolute minefield because there's so many different um subtleties within the differences in, in some of them. Mm. You know, and 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 even. The, the terms that people refer to, you know, so um, if I think about being within uh, the LGB society, so the lesbian, gay, bisexual society, there's loads of different labels that people give ourselves in that as well. Right. Um, you know, so for example, um, I'm quite happy being referred to as queer. Right. 
um, I'm quite happy being referred to as gay. Mm-hmm. If I find it really offensive if someone calls me a gay. Yeah. I yeah. find it really, really offensive. Mm. Um, and I couldn't tell you why, but I just do. Mm. You know, so that, so that in itself is a minefield. But then equally, I, I've, I've known people who are mortally offended by being called queer. Right. You know, but whoever's doing it. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, whether it's me, whether it's me, someone else from the community, anyone. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a real personal thing, and and the only way that you can really fi- that you can really find out if you feel the need to. I mean, again, it's quite a personal thing. So what? I mean, what difference it makes? You know, you don't no. miss, you know exactly. you don't meet someone down the street and go, "Hello, you're female. Nice no. to meet you." Exactly. You know, yeah. so it, it's kind of like if you really if you really feel that there's a need for you to know, then mm-hmm. you can have a conversation about it. But equally, why why do you need to know? One of my things with it, one of the reasons I'm kind of <clears throat> I'm more trying to look at it in the obviously if I'm as, as I've said if I meet anyone who is Zze they them whatever they want to call themselves, I'll refer to whoever as whatever they want. I've I've got a, a couple of friends and one in particular who. She doesn't like her name um, that she was given. She asks to be called a different name. She's mm. not transgender or anything. She just prefers yeah. being called a different name. I don't care. I don't. It doesn't bother me. I don't call you whatever the hell you want. As long as it's not. If your name was like supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, I'd be a bit like, can I just refer it? Just call you Soup or something. Yeah. If you ruin it, you know. Apart from like a really big uh, example of that, it's like I don't really care. But my idea of the four genders is more so. Um, not even four genders, but four identifying all the genders, is more so, it's obviously, I am, I'm clarifying that I'm not enlightened in this because I'm a cisgender white male who's straight mm. as well. But in my mind, it's kind of, I don't like people uh, trying to, when people say they're gender fluid, like they mm. wake up one day, they feel gay, feel gay. wake up one day, <laughs> feel male, one day, feel female, etc., etc. Yeah. I kind of look at it in like, why do you have to wake up and feel one way or another if the idea of what we're trying to put forward is that male and female, they are different to a degree um, in certain aspects, but they shouldn't... They, they are equal regardless. Yeah, you know? yeah. We are different, you know, in certain ways, mainly due to the hormone sort of differences. You know, females generally produce more estrogen, males mm. more testosterone, and that does affect things. There's a difference in brains as well. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And it's, I think females' brain sizes are actually slightly smaller. However, I will clarify that because that sounds really sexist. It's, uh, I think, the amount of... They use more gra- of it. Yeah, what's that? And they, I think they have, like, a certain amount of, like, they have more wrinkles in the brain, therefore there's actually more uh, surface area yeah, compared. Yeah. So it's like they basically even out... You look at all the studies of male and female intelligence, it's pretty much always even. Mm. It's, it's very rarely not. But my idea of it is I don't like splitting hairs too much about gender because I kind of want it to be everyone is equal, no matter yeah. what you identify as. And you shouldn't... Not, I'm not telling people they can't. I just f- question why with gender fluidity more so. That's the main one that gets me. If I'm, I'm a bit confused about, which yeah. is if you're if you're born male, but you feel like you're female and you want to change, that's fine. If you feel like you want to identify differently, but you want to you don't want to go through surgery, that's yeah. fine. Any of those things, I'm 100 okay with. That it's just the gender fluidity of thinking you're a different gender every day. That's where that's the main thing that just kind of yeah confused me because I just feel like well. I know females who are in air quotes more manly than I am, and I know it's not hard, Mike. Well, exactly. I'm not. I'm not exactly the. I don't like football. I don't like beer, and I'm pretty cuddly. So it's like <laughs> I'm not the most air quotes manly man. But I know men. I know men who are more feminine. I know. You know. I don't view mm. them. Men who, if I know a man who likes crochet and ballet and really loves, <laughs> I like crochet. Well, there you go. <laughs> I don't view him as less of a man. I just go you like these things, which to me, everything is genderless in a sense. Of yeah, just, yeah. Whatever you like is genderless. There is that idea of um, if you give little boys toys, 
more per- a higher percentage of them will generally go for Action Man than Barbie, but people men do still go for Barbie. It's not yeah, it's yeah. not a problem. And a lot of people argue that can be a societal thing. Some people say genetic. I just look at it as I don't really care. People can do whatever the hell they want and like whatever they want. Yeah. So it is just that gender fluidity thing is the only thing that I've got a little bit of a thing with because I just think you shouldn't. Ha- I say you shouldn't, but I'm trying to say it in a non-judgmental way because I'm not actually judgy about it. But it's, it's such a minefield, as you say. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to offend anyone, but I just kind of feel like you shouldn't have to say I'm male or female on a certain day because they're. It doesn't matter what yeah. you do. So I'm just interested of if you have anything to say on the gender fluidity thing. Yeah, and I think I think what you have to bear in mind is that is that you're looking at things from a bit of an idealist. Well, that's the problem. Yeah, and society as a whole needs people. There's a need for people, and it is part of people's identity that they need people to identify as something. Yeah, you know, be it male, be it female, be it non-binary, whatever. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, and this it's not a new thing. Mm. I mean, you go back, and people were known as tomboys. Yeah. Oh, which I is a probably yeah. th- something. That was when I was a kid. There were yeah. girls who liked football as a tomboy. Is that- yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, and my older sister was known <coughs> as a tomboy because she used to go out, um, you know, go climbing up trees and all sorts of things like that. Mm. More so than what I, what I did, you know, um, surprisingly. <laughs> but um, I think the, the gender fluid thing, I think... My per and again, this is my personal view. This is not. I'm not speaking for any particular group of people or anything like that. But my view is that within that, within the gender fluidity side of things, there's there's an element of gender expression, mm. um, mixed in with that as well. And obviously, gender expression is about how you might express yourself. So if you think back to like Boy George, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's very. My dad fancied him. I'm told someone told him it was a bloke. Really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, you know, so it, it it's it's something that's been around for ages. It's just got a different label now, I think. Mm. But that's that's my view on it anyway. Um, you know, there's kind of... It's, and you're right. Why the hell should anyone have to put themselves in a, in a particular box? But unfortunately, society requires us to... Even, you know, if you think about forms and things like that, even with forms... Yeah. You have to put yourself in a box. Yeah, yeah, that is a good point. I mean, I think there is that thing, that key thing, which is when people get offended by it is um i think it's, it's where the line is i mean i think i think because of the internet primarily and the new new age of sort of liberalism i know political correctness kind of comes in waves as it, as it does you know with mm. fortunately with the feminist movement and obviously um other ethnic minorities getting rights all these things which obviously should have been a thing from the start but regardless um with this whole political correctness movement and that sort of thing it's basically the majority of it like probably 90 percent of it is actually spot on but there's that there's a slight amount which is too over the air quote the line in a sense of too politically correct too much of this not saying gender fluidity is one of them i'm just saying you know people saying there are 58 gender pronouns and that sort of thing i've got a problem with there being 58 gender pronouns yeah but a lot of people also some people do have an issue with that and i think there's like that that pushback of a little bit too far in a sense of being a bit too far in one way and then you've obviously got the other side which is not being pushed far enough and i think it's Mm. just a transitionary period of everyone kind of being more so on the same train of thought sort of thing. Yeah. So I, I, I kind of view it like that. I, I try to look at it with an open mind, and I suppose the labelling thing is correct, but I just find people shouldn't be offended by filling in medical forms and being honest about it. Like, yeah. as in, you can identify as a female, and that's fine, but if you have a penis and you're born with it, your biology is slightly different to that of a female's. Obviously, one thing is you don't have a uterus. You know, it's Wow. But then we're entering, you know, biologically, that isn't as black and white as that because there are people that are hermaphrodite. Well, that's why I said about the 
who are, bo- who, are bo- who are born with both. And actually, yeah. apparently, there's quite a high percentage of people that are. Okay. But just at birth... Oh, the uh, parent. Some, some, uh, uh, the, the, the doctor looks, looks at, at the child and makes the decision. Right, okay. You know, so actually they could have a penis mm. and have ovaries, Yeah, for example. Yeah. yeah, obviously that does complicate things and that's where that's where the line is so blurred. And w- yeah. one of the things I try and get across with this uh, podcast, even after pretense everything I say, is it's everything, relatively everything in life is basically a grey area. Yeah. And the irony in this conversation of me saying about gender fluidity is I kind of try and do live life without labelling things as much as possible of just unless it's necessary. And I feel like medically it is necessary, but obviously if you do have both, it, there needs to be a thing on the form where you can either fill in saying you were both or neither or something like that. Yeah. But it's more just, I think the only time gender is actually important is medically. I think only on the basis that obviously, I think women's metabolisms in general are uh, slower than men's. That's why women's yeah. diets generally have less calories, less fat. This sort of thing is like... But, then, pop- but then even that's not a given. Exactly, you know, the problem. There's, there's so many variables around health and everything. I mean, really, really gender, in my in my mind, and there, there's campaigns to get it removed mm. from um, passports and things like that because it's, it's irrelevant. Yeah. Yeah, really. You know, again, it's just it's just another box. It's just another label for people to give themselves. And this is part of the reason why there's so many different um, gender labels, if you will, that, that have come out. Because I think it's people that are scrabbling around trying to find something that fits. Yeah. Better, you know. There's yeah. so many different terms for for gay and lesbian people as well. Mm, yeah. Um, you know, and probably within a within a similar thing. And equally, if you th- if you think about race. The amount of times, I mean, it, I don't know whether you can remember, but it used to be that you would refer, refer the politically correct term was considered to be coloured people. I do remember that when I was, you watching know, again, and yeah. now that's not the correct term. Yeah, you know, now now you would refer to someone as black. Yeah, you know, which which is fine, and it's you know, so things change over time. And, yeah, and and, and and you know, and it may be because different groups uh, take control of their what they refer to and take control of their identity. Yeah. You know, equally the kind of, it's part of the LGBT plus, plus, plus is Q. And one of them is queer, you yeah. know, because it's kind of ownership. And, and again, that encompasses all sorts of things, including gender as well as sexuality. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so there's, there's lots of different labels around that could yeah. be, well, I think race is one of those ones where people shouldn't, you shouldn't label people by race. I mean, I, I, I imagine, I imagine, I don't know. There is, potentially a reason for it but I don't really I, I imagine it's identifying as in if you fill in the form when you're at the doctors they almost if you say you know I'm a 34 year old black man then they can mm. essentially look in the waiting room and they say your name and they'd in theory be able to identify as you but I imagine there's more to it than that but I can't with race I mean me and Josh were talking about this I can't remember if it was on the podcast or not but the other day and um, we were discussing how race isn't really a thing like mm. Because it's so, because now we can travel so much, especially as well. People yeah. aren't centralised on one spot. I mean, what? So if your if your parents are you know African, but you're born in Iceland, but you live in Sweden your entire life, what are you? Yeah, so, yeah. I don't know. But, but it, what is it? But, but then equally, heritage is uh, kind of biological heritage is important in the sense of because they need to, uh, you know, medical professionals need to know whether you're likely to be more susceptible to certain things. You know, like yeah, sickle cell anemia. I think that's mainly for like that, you know, um, that's, people who are black, isn't it? Yeah, to do with skin pigmentation. That's yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. So that's um, linked with the melanin in the skin, and yeah, I understand. Of... Yeah, I, th- I, I think it's um, specifically Caribbean. I think. Okay. I think. Um, you know, but but that's an example of, of why it's important to kind of to yeah. kind of know the heritage. Um, 
but you know, but with gender, you know, yes, it could be a woman, but she may have had a hysterectomy. She may have had a, a ma- mammasectomy. What? I'm honestly, I'm not uh, sure. Breast specific. removed. I can't yeah. remember what the term is. Um, there's so many variables of things that people could have done now because of medical science that has brilliantly come yeah. forward and everything. You know, that actually you can't just look at a person and go, okay, so he's a male, so he's going to have two testicles, he's going to have a penis, mm. um, two kidney. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. It's kind of, you, would, you just need to look at them and go, <gasps> okay, so here we have a person. Mm. Okay, so he's had one of his testicles removed and he's only got one kidney. Yeah. You know? and it, Yeah, I see what you mean. I mean, there is the only... What the one uh, sort of side thing I say with that, which is I think it it does make a difference in what his is a is a controversial talking point is uh, uh MMA like I don't watch MMA you know ultimate f- you know fighting UFC that sort of thing oh yeah and oh MMA I think it's an Emma May oh I see no, no, how yeah, MMA no, was the MMA yeah the yeah, um, yeah. <clears throat> and fighting and sport and that sort of thing is there's the idea that people say you know uh, unless they are knowing and willing for example I think there's a a female in the uh, UFC at the moment uh, uh, who is who was a male mm. and she's every woman she fights she beats the shit out of yeah. because ge- I, want this, uh, I have to keep promising things but generally speaking when men are bigger than women and generally they're stronger not all are yeah. obviously but testosterone is one of the key building helps the key building blocks of muscle growth that's one of the yeah. things of it so generally speaking men are bigger but when you have these sorts of sport, is it like, well, because you identify as a woman, you should be allowed to do this or that? I mean, I think it was, I can't, this may not be specifically true, but it's something along these lines. So research this, anyone listening. But I think it was the far, Usain Bolt's fastest man in the world. Mm. I'm pretty certain that the, all the top record holders for the fastest are male in the, the sort of 100 meter dash or whatever it is. And the female's sort of top is sort of a notch lower than that in, mm. in the sense of the top speeds. I think with a lot of sports, the world record for, I think, the strongest man, the most they can lift is substantially more than the most the strongest woman can lift, for example. Yeah. So in that regard, once again, I don't know the answer to this question specifically because it's so complicated and I'm not expecting you to come up with the answer. Huh? But like, in that sense, obviously, I believe gender has to be considered. And obviously, I believe it's probably just a case of looking through all the medical history to kind of make a decision. Mm. But like, is it... Is it more morally? Uh, is is it less moral to let a woman who used to be a man fight loads of women and beat them all due to biology, or is it mm. worse to not let her participate because of this? Or is it obviously you just have to preface it: every woman who fights them has to know that they were this, and if they're willing to do this, and it's like all these really complicated issues. And yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know how I feel about any of it, so I just wanted to get your but, but then two cents. you know, but then you you can have. Uh, women who are, have naturally got higher higher testosterone, yeah. you know, and who are naturally bigger, yeah, you know, in, in that sense. And um, you know, I know I know someone who is uh, six foot something because of a, a gene issue. Yeah, yeah. You know, so th- there's loads of va- variables on it, and I think it's yes, you can you can generalize in the sense of the majority of men and the majority of women. Mm. Um, if you base that on kind of historical stuff, but if you if you look at men now, mm. I mean, you look at the average. If you were to do a quick, um, if you were to look out on the street and kind of look at the people that are out there and, and look at the men, for example, yeah, you'd probably see see men with stick thin leg, uh, Callum, legs. Callum, one of my friends, yeah. Callum, he's got tiny legs, you know. Yeah. Um, but equally, you'd probably see some that you know. I've got pretty big calves, really. Mm. Um, Calves? I don't even know. That, that is calf, yeah. Yeah, it's the calves. 
Um, as in part of my body, not a small cat. <laughs> um, you know, so it, there's so many variables now. Yeah. Um, and and I spent a lot of time when I was younger really wanting to be one of these little um, kind of skinny people, you know, really stick thin. And I kind of made myself ill because it took me ages to realise that actually I'm built differently. Yeah. I'm, I'm never going to be that small. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, you know, I'm much, I'm much broad, broader shouldered, you know, but I really wanted to be a little skinny kind of wear, wear this, wear that. And yeah. Yeah. Look, I can wear a little crop top. I just look ridiculous. <laughs> um, and I know cause I've tried, um, you know, but it's, it, I guess that's my point really is that it's the, the things have changed that we're not, we're more biologically diverse, I guess, mm. in, the, in the sense of how we're, how we're made up. Yeah. And so it's yes, you probably get the extremes where where you get you know the blokes who are built like brick shit houses and the women that are built like that as well, and equally the w- women and men that are both really meek and mild and very small. Yeah. Um, but th- there's a lot of variance within all. The, the, it's almost like there's a spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the grey area of, of life. Is, yeah. Everything is. Yeah. It yeah. Seems to be. No, nothing is as black and white as it used to be, and that isn't. That isn't a bad thing, you know. I mean, if if you go back, I don't know, a hundred years, some a woman who was really tall yeah. might be in. It might be a circus freak. Yeah, I, I imagine that probably was the case years ago. I mean, yeah, you know, it probably it wouldn't. I mean, a hundred years ago, maybe not. But I'd say two hundred years ago, almost definitely. Like, yeah, yeah. As in, like I'd bet yeah. money two hundred years ago. You know, in the early eighteen hundreds. Yeah, six foot. If she was like six foot ten, yeah. and she was a woman. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. almost certain that would be. And, so, and, yeah. and equally, you know. Um, like a, a a man who was three foot would would be considered a freak as well, you know, yeah. Which, well, and and now we that sort of thing, yeah. You know, and now we all know that you know it's dwarfism and um and there's these things equally like the bearded ladies and things like that, where we know that that's obviously a, a hormone imbalance. Yeah, probably cause cause causing that. Mm. Um, so the, there's there's loads of examples throughout history of how there's been variants. I think to to kind of say well you can't you can't participate in this because you used to be a man or whatever. It's a bit like saying, well, you can't participate in this because your testosterone levels are higher. Yeah. Um, and that is, in itself is discriminatory because then you're not, not just specifically for that one person. It's discriminating against all of those women, for example, Yeah. who have got t- higher testosterone levels and who yeah. are built bigger. Yeah. I think these issues come from, um, it's always sort of, where's the line, you know, in, yeah, in a sense. Yeah. like, for example, you know, with most people I think most people find with transgender and that sort of jazz as well and obviously I am but then it's that thing of where's the line and it's the line of for me it's when you get into the realms of other kin now I'm not saying it bothers me if someone says they identify as a a dragon or something yeah but it's one of those things where it's like I'm fine calling people whatever but if you generally think that you are other kin and you are a dragon reborn as a human it's like at what point do you look at that as a, okay, you're just, that's just you, or what point you look at it is, is there something wrong with you? Now, I'm mm. not saying with transgender, because I think that's a lot more, uh, essentially a lot more ubiquitous, and also it's a lot, it's almost easier to understand. It's like, well, you're made, essentially, a really easy way to look at it, if for really minimalist terms, is basically, your body is a gender, and your brain is a gender. Most of the time, they're the same, but a lot of the time, it's not. Yeah. And that, Whereas when you get some of the weird things like other kin and that sort of like oh I used to, I believe I'm a fox and I was reborn as a human it's like yeah. 
where I'm not saying you know where the answer of the line is, but it's I think that's where the difficulty lies, both with MMA fighting all these sorts of things of gender. It's, it's yeah. everyone's line in the sand is somewhere different, and that's where the conflict all arises. But then I think I think it's important to remember that it is other people's lines, hmm. you know, and, and exactly. it's not ours, and, it, and it's fine for us as, as cisgendered males. Hmm. To kind of, you know, comment on these things and talk about them, but actually, it's other people. It's other people's business, and what? Yeah. And, and this is, I guess, kind of going back to the point that I made before. It's, it's no one else's. It's no one's business. It's, it's kind of irrelevant. Why? Why is it important? And mm. it's, and it comes down to, as human beings, we need to categorize everything. Yeah. Everything needs to be categorized in a way so that we can, that we can understand it. Yeah. Um, and identify it. You know. And if you, and if you kind of go back to the whole. Um, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know for certain, but I would imagine that part of the reason why um, race is recorded is so that they could say you're black, you go over there. Yeah, I imagine. I imagine races race was due to racism, essentially, yeah, yeah. be a segregation. I, I imagine gender. I'm not saying with gender is a bit different because such, it's quite an obvious thing. Uh, if you see someone naked in the way we used to understand gen- yeah. gender, but obviously before. Even but women have been gone. women have been treated Badly. very differently to men, to men over the years, you know. Oh, yeah. And actually, there, and there was segregation as yeah. well. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're a woman. You can't stand over there with the other women. Yeah, you can't. You can't vote. You can't do this. You can't do yeah, that yeah. because you're a woman and you deserve to be in the kitchen or whatever. And you're a man, therefore you should go off and fight wars. And yeah, like, yeah. It's ridiculous. The I'm glad for how far we've come. Um, but yeah, I think it is that sort of moral grey area of it all. Um, but yeah, I, it's like I said with that whole with the whole people being other kin. I do kind of question it if someone believes they were uh, sort of born as a dragon or fox or whatever. But at the end of the day, I don't really, it, brutally honest, I don't really care. Not in a yeah. not in a horrible way. I'm just if I meet you and you can you can tell me your name is anything and I will call you that. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. You know, if you want to wear whatever you want, you can talk however you want. You can do whatever you want in your life. Yeah. If you want to be a dragon. You go ahead and do that. As long as you don't start burning people's houses down, then I don't care. You know, if you yeah, want, yeah. <clears throat> it's that sort of. I'm not saying most other kids I don't think are violent or anything like that, no. but it's that sort of thing. As long as I'm just don't do anything that harms other people. Exactly. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's the exact same as where we kind of started with, which is it's like in the bedroom. You know, it doesn't in your bedroom when you're with the other individual or other people. It's like whatever you do in your own personal space in your own personal time, whether it's regardless of what gender you are or anything if you have sex with a man you have sex with a woman you have sex with two men three women whatever yeah. who cares why does it matter yeah. you know it's it's that idea I think of over time people becoming more liberal and stuff and um, we're getting near the two hour mark now I know you've got to go in a moment so yeah. I just want to get one last little <clears throat> thing from you which is just um, the f- almost final thought of um, obviously now you're working in uh, counselling and things like that and yeah. um, you say that you've got the, the two jobs and what have you found that um the way society is treating uh, homosexuality, along with the huge LGBTQ plus movement, as sort of jazz, um, do you find there's been it's a lot better now? Do you find and and is it? But do I know a lot of the same problems probably do do still arise from people being awful to each other, mainly parents being horrible to kids. Yeah. But do you think it's gotten better, or is it kind of just better in some ways? But there's also there's more more issues now because transgenders now are such the forefront. More people are accepting that they are transgender, and therefore more people are hating that. So what's as your final sort of thought of where it's come in the last thirty years, as you were um, younger. I mean, I would say that thing, things are much better than they were. They're still not perfect, I and mean, there's quite a long way to go. Mm. But I think, but then I think, kind of, human beings are always going to find things to give other human beings a hard time about. Yeah, 
always mm. you know no, no, no matter what what that subject is you know once, once if hopefully we get to a point where gender and sexuality is completely irrelevant mm. and i'm sure something else will come up probably you know and it, it, it's just it's just the way it is and it it's um it's unfortunate but that's the way it is um i i would say that things are still progressing you know and um as part of the survey that was done that I mentioned earlier on the kind of this talk around banning conversion therapy which I was really shocked about actually because I didn't even realize it was it was legal anywhere in the UK wait is that the thing where they try and make yeah uh, get gay children yeah, yeah. straight was so in the, take so them to camps and that sort yeah, of thing or you could go and see a counselor who who will try and, try and persuade you that that you're not really yeah that's still a thing yeah 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 what? so um and in, oh in northern not you know just have, I just had a quick look through the um BBC News when we were on the break just to kind of see if I could find you an example and I could see stuff coming up on there that um, people are protesting against it within uh, against uh, making conversion therapy illegal in Northern oh. Ireland oh yeah well there was that abortion thing that went on as well wasn't yeah there? you know and obviously they're very um, they're quite conservative or generally speaking they're quite conservative within Northern Ireland mm-hmm. um, you know but there are there are there it's still around you know and, and just because it's not legal, for example, doesn't mean that it's not going on either. Yeah. You know? So, so I th- I'm t- fairly confident in saying that it's illegal mm. in England. Right. Fairly confident in saying. Um, I don't know for certain, but um, I would imagine it's still good. There's still places where it goes on. Certainly in you know, in religious institutions, I would think. Yeah. Um, and that's, you know, it's. I have a lot of respect for religious institutions. I think they've got their place, and I think uh, I personally identify as. Uh, I don't have a religion I'm an atheist if you want to call me anything but my mum kind of goes to church and she finds it a great support and I think that that's really important I don't think that, that should be taken away from anyone mm. um, so I would never bash any sort of religions but it is unfortunate like, like we said earlier that actually a lot of religions are are where a lot of these views start yeah it's the doctrine that's what I've always said with religion I mean I've had a couple of mates of mine on the podcast who are religious and have had very constructive because I used to be very anti-religious but now I'm more agnostic now than I used to be to be honest Mm. Um, but my ideas of it is just always with with religion and stuff like that I really like the community people get from it and I just think that if they can utilise the community and the connection with each other and a degree of universal consciousness then I'm happy with that Mm. it's just when you abide by a doctrine in any sense whether you're on the right and you feel like you have to agree with everything conservatives say or if you're on the left and you feel like you have to agree with everything that the you know I feel like if you ever are in these in air quotes teams which I don't like um, or in this side or anything like that any of them that have like guidelines, you know, like doctrine, that's when it can become. That makes me uneasy. I don't. Mm. I don't like. I've got nothing, nothing against Christianity, but I do have a problem with is in the Bible it says, "Lay with the man you're going to be stoned." You should be stoned yeah, because yeah. that benign one line in like the whole Bible that ever mentions homosexuality, which is actually a lot of people think that it's actually just saying women are lesser than men and therefore you should never sleep with a man the way you yeah. would with a woman because women are so much less valuable than men, then you should never treat a man like that. Yeah. Which is obviously wrong anyway, but yeah, it's yeah. so down to interpretation. I just don't like these these books being this having these air quotes rules in them and then yeah. people being horrible to each other because of something a man wrote but they're, but they're, they're books of the of their time you know and they're, they're yeah. kind of sort of telling people not to do certain things that were done and I, don't, I mean I don't know a huge amount about the bible but um, I can only spout off what other people what I've heard other people kind of argue it but there's all sorts of things like you shouldn't eat 
this on a certain day. Yes, uh, shellfish. You eat shellfish. You shouldn't wear clothes yeah, of different you know, uh, that, that people don't abide, abide by and everything. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so you can't pick and choose. Either it's all or nothing, really. In a sense, yeah. yeah if, if you genuinely think that it's word of God and you want to abide by the word of every word of God, yeah. then you have to do all of those things. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, um, you know, and it... it and and that's it. It's when people kind of cherry pick the bits the bits that they like. Yeah, that they like that they find useful in in kind of beating people with. Well, exactly. Is they use they they use uh, excuses to fuel bigotry. Yeah, that's the problem, and that's I think it's a problem with most things in life. I think. Yeah, yeah. And actually, religions do seem to, do seem to be coming around as well. You know, it's I know that when I I used to go to church with mum when I was younger. Yeah. And I know that there was a gay couple there that were very much accepted. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Um, you know, which which was really good, and the, and the, the you know, and I never felt pushed out or anything by by the church. I just felt I, I kind of made up my own mind on things and just decided that I for me it, I thought it made no sense. You just got to find your way in the universe. You got yeah. to find your way of living how you want to live, whether you want to worship something or not. If you believe this thing is existent or not, as long as it just Anything you do should always make yourself feel good or make others around you feel good or be a means to an end of it. Yeah. You go to work, it doesn't make me feel good, but it gives me money, which can make me do things that eventually makes me feel good. And it's just the basis of try not to be a dick to people and yeah. try and be nice. It's I a good think way to live. Try yeah. not to be a dick. Exactly. And mm. I think that's a good way to end it. So, um, yeah. Yeah, wonderful. Well, thank you very much for coming on, Steve. I really appreciate it. You're so, great. Yeah. Sponsored by Audi. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the end of part two. Thanks, as always, for tuning in, guys. Uh, just to clarify, next week I've got my buddy Dom coming on. Um, some of you may remember Dom from episode nine, where we spoke about hunting, airsoft, and religion. Um, I want to have him on again because I, I love chatting to him, first of all, and also because as he has conflicting or different views to me politically and in quite a few other aspects, um, it always does it always makes for a good conversation because even though we don't agree on everything dom is always very respectful and i reciprocate that so it, it's a very nice chat me and dom always have um the first we, we had two chats uh the first one was just a general chat about this that and everything you know it's a real good chat if you just want to kind of just chill out and listen to two mates have a bit of a laugh uh, and then the chat after that is a much more political one um i've also got one uh sorted out with um wayne the paleontologist his sister uh belinda i had a chat with her and i've got that recorded that i'll be releasing probably after the one with dom maybe a little bit later um i've got one coming up that i'm gonna get recorded with reese and josh um obviously josh is the co-host of science but simple um i say co-host he knows all the knowledge i'm just the prat who listens uh and reese was on the very first episode of genuine chit chat and was on an episode a little while ago about transgender so i've got to have those two on we're gonna have a gaming episode um and i've got a few more in the pipeline that i'm going to be recording over the next few weeks as well um, i think i'm going up to london in a couple of weeks to do a collaboration with someone up there and go to a little podcast event and things so hopefully i'll have a lot more cool things to talk about i've got a few people i'm just waiting to hear back from and things so um yeah exciting stuff on the way um i think that's pretty much it for now um just as a reminder, if you've made it this far to the podcast, I appreciate you. So thank you very much for that. Um, and if you feel like it deserves it, you can rate us on iTunes. You don't have to write a big review or anything like that. You don't even have to write any review. You don't even have to do the star review. It's 100% your choice. But if you do choose to, I'd really appreciate it. 
especially if it's five star review but that isn't mandatory um you can like us on all the usual social media things uh facebook instagram and twitter uh twitter i generally just talk nonsense on there and occasionally put my random thoughts on there and then instagram i think if any of those random thoughts are good enough in air quotes um then i often screenshot the the tweet and put it on there as well um with instagram also whenever i release a new episode um if i ever take photos with the episode um like i did one with ryan payne a few weeks ago uh we speak about tattoos quite a lot so there's pictures up of mine and his tattoos on there um one i did with wayne and josh a couple of weeks ago um that was uh, we spoke about animals quite a lot and i've, I've put up a couple of pictures with like the komodo dragon and um god the viper fish and a few other things there so instagram's quite a cool place and i often put music recommendations on there i do shout outs for other podcasts and things so if you if you're quite a regular listener to genuine chit chat i'd i'd recommend following me on instagram because what i say me us it's interchangeable because it is just me at the end of the day um but you know there's extra i say extra content it's more just there's pictures to go along with it and a few additional things of what i'm kind of up to if you're even vaguely interested some of the bands that i see some of the things that i do some of the places i don't know i'm rambling if you want to follow me on instagram go ahead if you don't as i say nothing's mandatory and i just appreciate anyone listening this far so thanks as always for tuning in guys and i'll talk to you next week <laughs>